Due to copyright issues, here's the Africa Lipso version of Chimamanda's We Should All Be Feminists. We, we teach, teach girls to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. We, we say, say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you threaten the man. Because I am female, I am expected to aspire to marriage. I am expected to make my life choices, always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. Now, marriage can be a source of joy and love and mutual support. But why do we teach girls to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think could be a good thing, but for the attention of men. We teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminist! believe in the social, <laughs> political, and economic equality of the sexes. Sexes, sexes, sexes. <laughs> what was that? Wait, okay. That. Hi, guys. It's your host, Matilda. And your host, Hadiza. And your other host, Imama. And you're, you're listening, listening to the Africa Lipso Podcast. guys how was everyone's week this week interesting or for the last two weeks interesting yeah no honestly interesting very interesting for real. i can vouch for that okay very cool. very interesting cool want to share want to share mm, not really, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just interesting times in the life what can you share what can i share of like just generally what just your generally. week has been um work has been really busy mm. so that's that mm. It has. Um, yeah, work has actually been really busy. I come back really exhausted. Why yeah, do you think no, it's been busy? Like because people have come back from their exactly. holidays and they and want to stress us. Ginger for work. Like, <gasps> simmer, simmer down. <gasps> also, we didn't get vacation. Do we have two heads? <laughs> because you went back home and, and enjoyed your time. You want yeah. to come and kill us. No. Well, yeah, so work has been, work has been pretty busy and, um, I haven't gotten anything done outside work. Like, I really? had, like, I had all those plans. I like sensible plans though, like that I actually, like, like, you know, doable stuffs, mm-hmm. and I haven't gotten anything done. Like I haven't been productive for the last couple of weeks, but like we're going into this new week with a new plan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hadiza, how's your week been? Uh, my week was pretty relaxing, I'd say. Like I say, like I, you know, like I've been going through the motion of like you know, kind of trying to develop myself mentally and stuff like that. So like I feel like I had a good hand do of like managing different things this week and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was even able to set goals that I hope would be realistic for next week. Oh, mm-hmm. so, oh for the next week for coming. this week coming. Okay, okay, love okay. that, love that. Weekly so, like, goals, I yeah, never, weekly goals, okay. daily weekly mm-hmm. and yeah so. yearly monthly no no we've not got to tell you so daily weekly so yeah it's just like um trying to get better like mentally socially mm-hmm. all of that <laughs> socially mm-hmm. important, important yeah what have you matilda the last two weeks they've been very insightful as you said it's been really busy at mm-hmm. work and i've just been really tired coming back um yeah, Vita, I've been procrastinating a lot of things, mm. like, because I'm just tired by the time I get home. Mm-hmm. And it was really good, and then it went downhill. <laughs> 
Oh, and yeah? then yeah, not downhill per se, but like it was it was like it really it was fun two weeks until like the last couple of days. Or mm. but yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it was good. It was it's been good. Oh, oh, let me tell you one of the things that made it really, really good. So okay. we had our first ever blog mention. Like Whoa. and I <laughs> Bro, yeah. That was it. That was exciting. I sent yeah. it to everyone in the group chat and we were yeah. so excited. Yeah. Like so it was so cute. I loved it. And I, I also absolutely loved the way like he like described Describe it. Like, it, yeah. it was so apt, right? Exactly. Like, like, yeah. I was like I couldn't even explain it that well. Yeah. Our <laughs> our expert for um not even not to use the word. Excerpt? Excerpt. Excerpt. Mm, excerpt. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah, that. <laughs> For the podcast is not even as good as no, his. Honestly, like, can we he, like copy and paste? Yeah, <laughs> copy and paste. No, Shout copyright. Out to him. Shout out to him. Yeah, his name is Frederick mm. and he wrote a blog on his blog page. Mm. It was called Five Nigerian Podcasts You Probably Didn't Know About. Mm-hmm. And it was really a beautiful description, but you guys should go check it out. It's going to be in the show notes. It's Frederick Ogbe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's F R E D R I C K O G B E. Okay, right? Okay. Dot com. Okay. Um, it'll be in the show notes again. Mm-hmm. Another shout out mm-hmm. to Tendo, one Tendo? of our, yeah, yeah, apparently he's one of our biggest listeners. <laughs> yeah. And like, I only hear it through Imama, right? Yeah. Because he's, um, he knows Imama personally, mm-hmm. but like, he always has like, um, it's like great insights. Insights like, you know, to each yeah. podcast that mm-hmm. we and do. It's just, it's just so nice, like, you know, have that interactive, like yeah. yeah and yeah. he created a, a twitter to follow <laughs> us and yeah. like interact so yeah. shout out to you tendo like we really really love the feedback i've been hearing through like mm-hmm. imama yeah. and like the input again this is meant to be a community right yeah. and like every single time someone reach, reaches out to me and i had two people reach out to mm-hmm. me that i didn't know personally this mm-hmm. week um about the podcast and i was like every single time they come i'm like welcome to the Africalypso mm-hmm. family because like i actually oh, think cute. yeah it yeah. actually feels yeah. like a family now more than before but <laughs> like it doesn't feel like radio silence anymore yeah. you know so funny enough like i feel like in the past like two weeks i've been getting a lot of people randomly telling me oh yeah hey hadiza i listened to your episode i just started listening yeah. to you guys' podcast mm. you know keep up the good like we did blow small small yeah. <laughs> good to hear and every time i'm like oh like what do you think like you know give us mm-hmm. feedback and they're like oh it's really good or yeah. oh, you know we haven't listened to it enough or like that but it's been it's been good mm-hmm. yeah that's nice so yeah yeah more conversations like i feel like the more people reach out to us and the people the two people that reached out to us they they reached out with like even probable topics that we can talk about with them and i was like oh my gosh love this is really that. really good idea yeah because each perspective like there are things that i would never think about mm-hmm. and like we want to voice amplify everyone's voices, voices yeah. so yeah that's so if you have an interesting story in life your life is really interesting and you want to come on this podcast it doesn't matter where in the world you are reach out to us we got you we global now we g- <laughs> we international what's that thing igwe tupac says Says a lot of things. Yeah, you're right. No, I can't remember. It's fine. Okay, Okay, yeah. Hadiza, hit it. Yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, This episode is going to be about feminism. A boat. About about a boat. (laughs) A boat. What's it going to be about? Feminism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Feminism. But in the African context, you know, looking at. There's no need for this accent you're doing. You say feminism. No, <laughs> I'm trying to correct the first thing mm-hmm. by showing them that like I can actually speak good English. Oh, so like feminism corrects 
what I said the first time. Okay. 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 So basically, um, you guys, you guys. So, um, what what is feminism and stuff like that? You ask us. Yeah. If you guys, you guys, can you guys define hmm. feminism? Did we not? Chimamanda already. Yeah. Remember, saying, refer to yeah. the remind, feminism. Remind me, remember, refers uh, to the said, social, to girls. political. <laughs> we said, <laughs> we teach our girls. Yeah. That's 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 the definition yeah, of teach feminism. our girls. Is that is that what feminism is? Uh, what Chimamanda said. Feminist. The person who believes in the social, social political, political, and, and economic, economic equality of, of the sexes. Bam. Sexes. Yeah. Sexes. So that's basically yeah. what feminism is. I'm sure a lot of the listeners have heard about feminism and stuff like that if you haven't <laughs> well if you haven't now it's time to learn yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. i don't think exactly. there's any way that you're in 2020 and you don't know about feminism i mean i think it's possible i feel like it depends on where you are like like honestly mm. i feel like we are really privileged in the I don't like, think where we it's are pri- really yeah i don't think it's, it's like a privileged thing i don't think like some of my aunts and my uncles have heard about feminism mm-hmm. yeah no, I'm serious. Like, or know what the definition. Or they might not know what the definition is, but they've heard even a warped version of it. Like, and that's why they're like, ah, if you say you're a feminist, it's like they have a problem with it, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Honestly, but they at least like, know about it. Honestly, I feel like there are people that don't know about it. Okay, fair, yeah, I fair. Feel like they are mm-hmm. fair. Okay, yeah, yeah. So feminism basically, it's just equality of the sexes, right? Men are equal to women and stuff like that. And I know, like, a lot of people usually go like, oh, like men and women are not equal because they're not the same and stuff mm. like that right but like equality doesn't necessarily mean you're the same yes. exact thing it just means you guys both have the same value mm. right mm. so that's what equality that. means yeah. Yeah, yeah basically so like a lot of people saying oh men and women are not the same yeah you're right they're not the same but they should be valued the same mm-hmm. basically yeah and um basically the definition that Chimamanda gave is kind of like a western definition of feminism Mm -hmm. like in some way like it's kind of seen as a western definition of feminism because like it doesn't really take into consideration like different contexts yeah but like social Mm -hmm. kind of covers a lot of like Mm -hmm. how does it not cover like feminism from different aspects the social political and economic economic economic. Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. how would that not cover the the african context of feminism Mm, i guess i guess it's not like um, hmm. I guess I'm not really sure actually. Like mm-hmm. a lot of articles I read just said like it wasn't really like exhaustive. Basically, like it didn't really speak into like it, the definition should include things like. I mean, I but it wasn't a specific that, definition. I feel like. I feel like that's unfair because mm-hmm. it's like it's a like it's a definition. It's like a, it's like a definition. It's a summary, right? Yeah. Like you can't really if you, if you want like if it was a thesis, then okay. Yeah, I it should probably have say, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should probably true. have yeah more true, whatever. True. But because it was just like a broad definition. Broad definition, then yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, okay. I get you guys. I get you what you guys are saying. Like the definition is kind of really broad and stuff like that. Like it's not really. But then yeah. So basically, where did feminism start from, or where did the term feminist like when did feminism start to like kind of gain traction as a movement, basically? And then it started kind of like in um some 1900s, 18, like late 1800s, basically, where mm-hmm. women in the Western society, like North America and stuff like that, decided that like, oh, you know, they don't want, they want to have the right to vote, basically, mm-hmm. right? So it started with like the suffrage movement and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, they want to vote and stuff like that. They want to be able, they participated in the war, so they should be given the right to vote, basically. I think in one of the articles, you mentioned that it had something to do with the fact of that, like, there was a contribution of women to a war. Or something. Yeah, yeah, basically. Was World War One, two. It was one. One. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. That's why they fought. 
Did no, not, they not were like fighting, but they were like nursing. Like oh, yeah, yeah, they were they contributing. Were, yeah, they so they were, yeah, so they're like, yeah. So you it's like, like yeah, like it's like not come back and right? not right? right? Like yeah. they were diverting from that, like like traditional role of like being in the house and stuff like mm-hmm. that, because you could see that society needed more manpower. I say manpower, <laughs> women power. Like they just need more people, pu- people in yeah. general. Like, right? Manpower is like kind of like anti-feminist. We should be saying that eye on your head. We should be saying <laughs> we should be saying people power. People power. It's 2020. Uh, oh sure. <laughs> Essentially, the name of more power. Maybe that power. Say. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Exactly. So, like, women were like, "Oh, yeah." So we should be able to vote and like mm-hmm. have a say in like political matters and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? And there was a lot of pushback for some reason. There would be What's like, there? It's like, yeah, it was like there were a group of people who were like anti F- from men or women from women. Oh. Mm. I mean, I I can see it because it's like if I've been comfortable in my house cooking, like this, I should just, come and vote. <laughs> leave my house, and my husband is probably giving me allowance. You know, want me to leave my house, I come and vote. I come and vote. Yeah, yeah. It's tough times, tough times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like a lot of women basically were saying that they were like, oh, like, w- and women don't even know enough to to vote. Hey, oh, the last one. I actually Guys, still. I was joking when I was saying that, just in case. You know. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, like a lot of women were like, oh, we don't even know enough to vote. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, some people's arguments was like, women don't have, I feel like on the men's side, some men would say like, women don't have the same, they're not the same level intellectually. Yeah, mental capacity or something like that. Or some people would say, oh, women already contribute a lot socially Mm -hmm. to this, like, you know, and stuff like that. And if we have everybody going to war or voting there'll be nobody to contribute so she you know all these like kind of they still do it today though yeah they'll be like they, they'll come up with like just reasons that like j- yeah. and it's just like it just cannot work it can't work it's just, it just not a thing it's, it's basically like people don't like change of what is going on change oh, of status quo and yeah. stuff that's like general that. though yeah. it makes sense because i feel like everything in every aspect of our lives we are scared of change yeah. yeah so it makes sense yeah yeah so what do you guys think about like feminism now like kind of like in the western society now oh but you know there's like there i think that was like the first wave of yeah feminism. first wave oh and yeah true, there's, true, true. Like there's, there's like different there's three three known mm-hmm. waves but mm-hmm. like i th- i would think the me too movement would be part of like a fourth wave i think they should consider Actually, yeah, it but no, like no, i think they should consider that as a, a fourth wave, wave fourth so, yeah, that yeah. was such like a massive a big Yo, thing, thing. Then, yeah. but then, is that considered a feminism movement though like is it i guess yeah in some ways it is because people are trying to silence women's voices yeah it's it's kind of like we are now in the workplace Mm -hmm. but then we are being harassed Mm -hmm. so like we're gonna speak up about it that kind of thing Mm -hmm. true actually let me i don't think i wrote that much on the second and third wave. oh yeah i have it open here you do okay okay um so the second wave of feminism focused on issues and i'm reading this verb verbatim yeah per verbatim yeah Yeah. v-r-b-a-t-i-m i used to read but you see (laughs) I don't used to say the words out loud. That's a problem. Yeah, that's actually. I know the words. I just don't know how to to pronounce. Hey, (laughs) for you zero. (laughs) So verbatim, um, Mm -hmm. basically, the second wave of feminism focused on issues of equality and discrimination. Okay. Um, The slogan was. The personal is political. So the I guess it's political, okay? Yeah, um, women's culture and political inequalities. And then the third wave beca- began in the 1900s. 
um 1990s sorry responding like, to no sorry i was like was it that quick like what <laughs> immediately the second one. <laughs> in the 1990s responding to perceived failures of the second wave and to the backlash against second wave initiatives this mm-hmm. ideology seeks to challenge the definitions of femininity that grew out of the ideas of the second wave mm. arguing that the second wave overemphasized experiences of the upper middle class white women mm. So I guess this is probably where like the everybody else was built, like the black womanism. Yes, I guess they started seeing black women Mm -hmm. as like human beings, and I guess rather than like (laughs) wow, I think they started seeing um like your regular woman because Mm -hmm. again they said they it focused too much on the um, upper, upper middle yeah. class women, white women. So like, but how about the other women? So I think mm. the third wave the kind of class. addressed that. Like mm. all women. Intersectionality. Yeah, yeah. But then <laughs> I think we'd still need to do a, a fifth wave. Fourth. Because, fourth because um, the third wave didn't do good enough because intersectionality is still a thing that I think that feminism struggles with. Mm. How so? Um, Like, I just don't think that like they bring up enough but we're going to get into it, yeah, though, yeah, like, eventually. Yeah, how, yeah. like, we talk, like, okay, for instance, hijabis, mm-hmm, for instance, mm-hmm. in the Middle East, the femi- like, the general voice of feminism right now would be like, they should remove their, um, their things because that's, like, freedom and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But what are women that actually want to wear? Because to wear like, it. I, f- I feel like, I mean, I want to agree with that, but also, like, a part of me is also kind of disagreeing. Because I feel like but, the part where it's, like, you know, women, like, you said that, like, you know, the feminism now, or, like, some women will, like, or they should remove their hijabs and like things like that i feel like that is like a version of feminism and i feel like that's what okay like, that's what like a lot of people do like a lot of people kind of like it's like religion in a sense where mm-hmm. like they're obviously extreme versions they're like versions mm-hmm. that are kind of like skewed from what religion actually means but like ultimately they still fall under the religion umbrella so it's like i like i feel like feminism is like that where it has like different versions like extremisms, like extremisms and like things like that and because i have seen where like there are women that would be like it's their choice to wear the yeah. hijab mm-hmm. and like it's also but I agree with accepted. you but the reason that I say that there should be a wave for it is mm-hmm. because then you are carrying the whole movement along with this equality thing mm-hmm. rather than their sex like sects Mm-hmm. S-E-C-T. Mm-hmm. Like there's sex of, um, different types of feminism that agree and then disagree. I think it's mm-hmm. something that should be a common thing because but then, feminism mm-hmm. should be about choice. I get that, but I don't think it's possible. Because you don't? Okay. There, it, there's just so many different cultural contexts mm. to it. Cause even within the hijabi thing, right? You can, you can have some people argue that, oh, okay, yeah, I choose to wear the hijab, but then someone can still come and say, oh, but like within your culture, it's still men that like are enforcing like that norm of wearing the hijab. Like I guess it depends on like your perspective you're there's never going to be just one like choices like subjective yeah Yeah. Yeah. okay okay fair enough okay yeah yeah um, but yeah, like, um, so you guys, so what do you guys think about rights today? Like women's rights today, basically, it's just, you guys, just, where is it at right yeah, now? Yeah, where is it at right now? It depends on the part of the world you're in. Mm-hmm. Ah, widely. Yeah, yeah like, it really, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, when I was reading, like, I know a lot of you guys already know this, but like, I just realized that, like, I saw that, like, women in Saudi learned to just were granted the right to vote in 2015. Sounds right. Like, <laughs> like I was just like, what? Like I didn't think it was Wasn't that it recent. that they couldn't drive to? Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I thought it was just driving. Just like I didn't like, think the right to drive. Like, 
Last yeah, no, it was just ago. it was around the same time, right? Oh, but okay. I, what I thought was so, yeah, that it was me. just driving. Like I didn't know oh, like driving what? represented a whole host of other I mean, things like, that they could not do. If you can't drive, how are you going to vote? <laughs> you get there think about this true 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 so yeah like that like like it yeah like so it basically depends on where you are it basically depends on where you are yeah so um yeah so i mean but for me generally in a good place yeah in a good place better here better okay that's true yeah not the best not the best yeah but like better place like on average. On average. Mm-hmm. As far as, they're not killing us saying that we are witches. They're not burning us as steaks. Um, mm-hmm. They're not locking us up in the house. We don't have chastity belts, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think for it. But do you guys still feel like, okay, for example, in your workplace, for example, do you still feel like, you know, when men speak, they listen to a little bit better than you? Like, you know, do you Not in face? our workplace. No, okay. yeah, no, no. But, workplace. but, mm-hmm. I did an internship in a mechanical engineering, like, firm, mm-hmm. firm, mm-hmm. company. And it was quite clear there. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like in certain spaces, mm-hmm. it's, it's pronounced because I think there's still a bias that engineering is a it man's thing. thing. Yeah. And even in the West, like, mm-hmm. still heavily in the West. Yeah. And so, like, even when we were in engineering classes and stuff mm-hmm. like that, we'd be in groups and usually I would be the only girl. Yeah. And, um, we would be saying all the same. I would bring up an idea, say the exact same thing. All the boys would be like, mm-hmm. then the guy next to me would say, the, <laughs> Almost verb like per- verbatim per- is my word yeah. today. Um, <laughs> almost the exact same thing I said. Yeah, and then everybody would be like, "That's so smart! That wow. wow!" And I, I'm looking like, "Are these people yeah. serious?" No. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like one thing also that like I guess people don't really take into account is when you tell somebody you did engineering. Yeah, and like I feel like they, they're just like, especially when it's like it, like a guy something like, "Wow!" Like. You know, <laughs> As a, like, as a woman, that's like, like, I'm just like, say as a woman, like, uh-huh, as in, no, like, honestly, they're like, they're like, oh, well, like, you know, you see a lot of girls, like, they come out here and they do like accounting and like, How you know, and I'm just like, it's, like, interesting information to share. Like, like, <laughs> I mean, even if they do accounting, that's okay. Yeah, like, exactly. it's, it's And I'm just cool. like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just so interesting because, and like, you know, there's, they see as like, kind of like, glamorized. Compl- yeah, like, you know, like you, a compliment. Yeah. And they expect it to be like, oh, my God, I'm special. Kind of like yeah. you, yeah, you don't look Nigerian or something like, like that yeah, like, like those kind not, of backhanded compliments it's not really a compliment like yeah I mean, like it's part of the things I, that scares me a lot about like going into the construction industry because i'm just like what if i have to do field work or i have to supervise like men men and stuff like that like how would that be for me being like a black woman <laughs> mm. and then i'm now like very small and i would say like to some extent like Soft spoken, like I'm not very like. You just dip your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Like, you learn. My name is Hadiza. You know. <laughs> I think, I think that um like, first of all like when i was on co-op because <laughs> i always have to refer to co-op because i was yeah. in like heavy industry like yeah um like yeah i tried to surround myself in like i think people downplay the importance of these um women in engineering meetups oh, groups and yeah. stuff like that but like they would highlight issues like that mm-hmm. and like it was a safe space to kind of talk about like all the stuff that was going on mm-hmm. at wh- wherever you worked basically and you'd be like okay this thing's not in my head these are the things that happen and mm-hmm. this is how to address it in your workplace you might have to learn to not be so soft-spoken again mm-hmm. because you have to demand respect but then that's the importance of like 
like those kind of groups to tell you I have been through that mm-hmm. and this is how I came up with and it. And it's so interesting how like I feel like men when men demand respect they're just seen as men demanding respect mm. but with women it's seen as women rude. being rude. Yeah. Like I know with my friend for example in her previous workplace right her manager would tell her oh oh you're always fr- frowning smile more or like oh, you know rude. speak like like kind of ch- trying to tell her to like be, be gentle more, in her yeah. speech but like with guys who work there they don't tell them to do the same thing or like um she she also mentioned that like when she started working call center for example people would treat her better when they thought she was a guy because she has a deeper like a deeper voice <laughs> yeah. so they would treat her better when like her voice is like the deep so like yeah. it's like you know people would treat her better when like they think she's a guy versus mm-hmm. when they know she's a woman Women. And it's very interesting. Like unconscious, Mm. there's still like some kind of unconscious bias. Even I have unconscious biases, even against women. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, I sometimes, I think that I, growing up as a Nigerian woman, Mm -hmm. there's still some things that come up as like judgy sometimes in my mind Mm -hmm. when I see even other women or even that thing when, when like men say things more Mm. eloquently and you, you are listening to them more than you would listen to another woman woman saying it. But Mm -hmm. I think I have become more conscious of when I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And I, I, actively fight against it. But Mm -hmm. I think that it's not just a guy thing. It's a society thing. Mm -hmm. More guys, because they would never really be forced to fight against it because they don't really have any incentive to to want to fight against it necessarily. Mm -hmm. But yeah. That's I I try to catch myself. Unconscious bias is a really big thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. That's really good and stuff like that. I feel like it's something we should all kind of practice. I feel like in some ways I do too. It's just that like I don't I haven't noticed it enough to like really pick on it and be like. But like for for example in Nigerian society you do no, honor that one men is... more than women. Mm. Yeah, like you do honor men like men, male visitors, male I think, like yeah. Like just Mm-mm. like okay, for example, like with um okay, for speaking from my own experience, I feel like okay. it's it's kinda like I don't know, like um, when the dad gets the big fish, the head of the fish, why? <laughs> or men like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even like the head, but like <laughs> why does he get like, the head? head? What's he the eye? Oh, he gets two meats and everybody else gets like <laughs> But I guess but I if, guess in that case it's kind of like if he's the breadwinner of the family. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, usually that's the reason. But even if oh, yeah, you think? But even if he's even, not the if he was a scumbag, you think he would still not get the head? Because yeah, in Nigeria, okay. even if he well, wasn't the breadwinner of the family, if the woman was bringing in the money, actually, it's true. It would like, be a mad embarrassing for him to be getting like lower class. No, I'm actually imagining that because she'll be making the money and then she'll come home and she'll also cook, but she'll give herself the head of the. I'll be so upset. Imagine. No, actually, imagine. Jin. Okay. Scream. Women need to start doing that. If you're the bread, I mean, if the breadwinner is mm-hmm. what we use to justify mm-hmm. you getting the head of the fish, mm-hmm. even though I still don't. But what like if it. you don't want the head of the fish? I don't know. I know. <laughs> I'll do it as a power move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm joking. I'm totally joking. The head of the fish is not that big of a deal. But, but yeah. in Nigeria homes, it is. Yo, yeah, it is. It shows who has the power. Power. Like, like who wears the pants? Yo, but but yeah, like oh my god, this goes into like the next like point, which is like. Like, did you guys ever have any feeling of, like, inequality between, like, men and women in Nigeria before ever hearing of the word feminism or, like, the movement or something like that? Mm, I feel like, honestly, for me, it was just, like, the cooking thing at home. 
Like, <laughs> like that was the main thing for me because, like, growing up, I really did not really like cooking. I mean, I feel like I really even just started cooking when I moved to Canada because, I mean, I had to survive. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, ultimately, and, like, every time they'll be telling me to come to the kitchen, I'm just saying, I don't fully understand why Tito is not cooking. And Tito is my older brother. So, it's yeah. just, like, I feel like that was the main thing for me. I'm pretty sure, like, people probably experienced worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, ultimately, it was really just, like, the cooking thing for me. I feel like everything else I had seen that was, like, an imbalance was, like, in the books, like, when I would read and, like, things like that. I remember reading about how, like, I guess it was in the Igbo cultures, how the boys are usually the ones that were sent to school mm-hmm. and the girls would be the ones that would have to stay at home and, like, you know, mm-hmm. help the family. Like, I used to, like, like that's when I kind of saw you it. You started noticing. Yeah, that's when I started noticing, like, when I used to read and I believe also, like, in Igbo classes when, like, they'll be teaching you about, like, you know, all this Igbo culture, like, Igbo stories and things like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it was probably my, like, maybe... Literature more than... Yeah, more in literature more life than experiences. my experiences, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would really, as I'll say I relate as well, but it wasn't just cooking, it was like house duties in general, mm-hmm. even washing and stuff like that. Um, for me, it's kind of like, I just, we're watching Disney Channel, all of us together. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. my mom is like, how can I be in the kitchen and you're not? But then my older brother too is in, <laughs> in the kitchen, that kind yeah. of thing. And I think like for West African women specifically, West African women, yeah. that has been one of the biggest things in the conversations. Yeah, and cooking. I feel like, Men kind of are trying to downplay, and I say men in like a societal thing. This is mm-hmm. not all men. It's, yeah. Okay. I, I guess <laughs> I hate that I have might to, also be trying to. Some women it. who also mm-hmm. try to downplay it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the reason we're so pained is because we feel like we were. Um, it took out of our like our what experiences. our experiences. Yeah, experiences. We could have had better experiences, mm-hmm. or even like. And if the dreaming. work was shared, it yeah, would probably exactly. take less time to do because yeah. there were children, but then you would only call on the female kids. No. It also made me feel sometimes like we would go out growing up, we would go out to a family friend's house or something mm-hmm. that the family friend is hosting. And my mom and would be the like, doing the running around. Yeah, not just the woman. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, cause it's really big, respect is a really big thing in Yoruba culture. Mm-hmm. So they would kind of like always want their kids to come off as really respectful and stuff. So mm-hmm. my mom would be like, I-, I let Matilda help you with like, you know, not even in my own household. <laughs> yeah. You brought me out to enjoy, but you still want me to like to, work. To so she'd work, be like, yeah. you know, um, let Matilda help you out and stuff. And then I felt really bad cause I grew up in a bit of my life. We were in Port Harcourt and mm-hmm. I don't think the Igbo context was the exact same thing because no, I we not. would have Igbo <laughs> friends and the girl kids were we were at the same function and they mm. were gisting and stuff and me I was slaving away yeah and I think that's I think that is one of the biggest times growing up that I noticed that just because I was a woman I was in my specific culture mm-hmm. I was expected to do these things and mm-hmm. it was taken away from my childhood your own yeah. experience as yeah. a person yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. even my views on myself mm-hmm. yeah it's actually interesting I remember this one time because like my mom used to obviously cook for the house like I also used to have like aunties who used to cook as well so my mom used to cook as much mm-hmm. but she did used to cook and one time I was because I was a vocal kid and like even now I'm still kind of vocal but mm-hmm. like I used to ask all the questions they used to call me speaker of the house so like mm-hmm. I literally went to my dad one time I was like, I was like daddy I don't understand like 
why are you not cooking mommy <laughs> oh i never asked that yeah, question i actually asked my dad i was like why are you not cooking and i can't really remember what he said but i know that he did say that when they first got married mm-hmm. that they used to share the cooking duties mm-hmm. like you know that they used to cook together like sometimes she will cook sometimes he will cook and stuff like that so i was like oh okay cute stuff so i kind of just like left it but like i can't remember why he said why he wasn't cooking with her in that moment but i do remember him saying that when they first got married it was a thing that they used to share and i said like, okay that's cool so like i feel like even though the cooking thing was it was like a thing that you used to tell me in my mom come and cook but it was never really and i feel like it might really be the Igbo culture yoruba thing because yeah. like it was it was a thing that used to, that they used to tell me to do but it was never really like guy like if you don't do it like you know it's a huge problem mm-hmm. and it was really not i think about it, it was really my aunties as opposed to my mom that were imposing yeah that like, were imposing it. they're like oh like you know you don't even know how to cook this when you get married and my mom was just rather like it's just mm, always like what married? would you do <laughs> is this what married? you do in your husband's, <laughs> your husband's house, house. Mm. and oh my god the okay the one that actually eats me the most you know, I love sleeping. <laughs> no. Yes, yes, I actually do know. That yeah. I love sleeping. They'll wake yeah. you up. They'll wake me up early. And they're just like, so in your husband's house, you're going to be sleeping, sleeping like, like, like <laughs> I am like 10 years old. <laughs> Let me enjoy my sleep. Yeah, sorry. I take that back. It's the sleeping that actually got me more than the cooking. More than the cooking. <laughs> because like, yeah, and like Tito would be, like my other brother would be sleeping. He would be sleeping and like snoring. And like, I'm just over here being woken up. All because I'm a woman. I don't understand it. Yeah. It was a very, very painful part of my childhood. I yeah. Say. You know, I feel like, um, just speaking about this, I, I just, it came to my mind and I was like, I feel like, um, the reason that a lot of people have problems with like Nigerian women talking about, because, okay, sorry, let me start from the beginning of my thoughts because it just, it's, it's just all up in my head. I don't know how to start it. So, okay, right now there's a conversation being had about the fact that most of the, the conversations about feminism that go on in, in West Africa N- or West Nigeria African specific context, yeah. is about like the social things like the cooking and like rather than, you know, female genital mutilation and stuff like that. But I think like in the same way that, um, you know, the, in the Western cultures, the middle class women were the first to have their, um, voices out because they kind of have a luxury in life to kind of like to voice things. Uh-huh. They have time to uh-huh. do those kind of things. Yeah. But people from poor backgrounds don't have that leisure time or even the resources uh-huh. to go and be protesting and stuff. Uh-huh. So I think what's going on is that the reasons that those things are being amplified much more than what like like an uneducated family would be going through and uh-huh. stuff is because we are the ones we're voicing our problems with inequality mm-hmm. more because it's our life experiences. Yeah. But I think that we will get to a point once it's even, we even see women as the same as like of equal value as men. Men. When we actually start also not just voicing our experiences, but being more like, okay, now we're equal. So if we're equal, then why are female um, genitals like, like being mutilated, mutilated because yeah. of their sexuality and mm-hmm. stuff. And then, but I think the, the issue right now is that we are not seen on an equal plane. And I think mm-hmm. that people should look at the movement as not just in the cooking. It's the fact that they don't value women and exactly. men the yeah. same. That's yeah. true. And it's, not, it's more the principle. Yes. The, the principle. Like yes. Thing. So yeah. don't, don't yeah. focus on the cooking. Mm-hmm. Focus on the fact that my, uh, my childhood was taken away because I was a woman. Exactly. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, it's the value. Like, it's yeah they're just, we're not valued the same mm-hmm. we're not valued the same you can even tell from like the way men address women in like nigeria like catcalling <laughs> and all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff right like you can tell that like you know men see women as lesser 
than themselves mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Or call your husband. I'm not going to speak to you. Yeah, yes. yeah, things like or, that. Or oh, you're a female driver. That's why you're driving like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or oh, um, I don't want to hire women. Hire, sorry, hire a woman who is not under this age or something like that. Or this is a female only position when it's a position that both men and women can, can fill. Mm-hmm. Or Yo, in Nigeria, you know, they um actually turn women, women below a certain age down because they're like, is it not her? She'll soon get pregnant and mm-hmm. she'll leave this job. Or land, how <sighs> some landlords will not rent yeah, out to women. That one is so terrible. They won't rent out to women only. Except It's like, they'll like say you're a prostitute. Yeah, they're like, how, how can you afford this? Oh my God. And at the end of the day, a job? <laughs> like, it's, it's so crazy because like Nigeria is trying to of course we're westernizing in terms of like we're having those like blue and white color jobs obviously and stuff mm-hmm. like that but then that shift is not happening for like women are still expected to carry those like working class responsibilities mm-hmm. along with like somewhat traditional responsibilities mm-hmm. yeah. and still not giving like an equal like still not looked at as like on an equal plane yeah like yeah. they're equal mm-hmm. to men in terms of like value and stuff like that it's quite a sad thing to be honest like it's just yeah (sighs) that was quite deep and now i don't okay so um one thing that imama mentioned was how in like literature books you have like Igbo boys being sent to school Mm -hmm. and like Igbo girls being made to stay in the house and stuff like that right Mm -hmm. and that was i would say that happened a lot like around like colonialism times right when like you have like colonial rulers come yeah. in and stuff like that and they'd be like okay now you know like you know this is it we're bringing education yeah. and then parents are like okay men should go and women shouldn't go mm-hmm. so do you guys what do you guys think about like the balance between the value of men and women in society before colonial rulers came in and stuff like that and like how do you guys think it changed like yeah like what do you think before they came in Okay. Um, we had a conversation, um, Mm -hmm. prior to this, I and Hadiza, and Mm -hmm. like, you had brought up the fact that you feel like it wasn't like, say what you said actually. So basically, I, I think the value of men and women in society was sort of equal in some ways because I kind of saw it as like men and women had different roles basically. So like, because, across like different African cultures and stuff like that, you see women taking up different positions and men taking up different positions that like sometimes women in some certain scenarios seem higher than men. And sometimes women, men would be higher than women depending on the position they're in and stuff like that. And like, even with those positions, they come with like their own negatives, which can be really bad for women or can be really bad for men. But then I never really saw like when reading the stories, I never really saw like, an inherent like oh um we're giving women this position because we feel like they can't do it oh, they can't do mean, yeah. a certain position or uh, men are taking this position because they have to cover up for women in some way like it seemed like they were just giving different roles because that's just how it was the, it was the yeah, tradition like okay. strength, like. strength yeah. like strength perceived strength yeah. in okay. society like yeah okay um <laughs> I, 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 when I, we first had the conversation, I was like, mm-hmm. I kind of disagree. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of feel like, um, a lot of African feminist movements try to push that narrative. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I also don't have like hard facts yeah, as well. You, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have hard facts. I just feel like a lot of our culture, which has been mingled with like white culture now mm-hmm. because of colonization. So I can't really clearly see where they stemmed from necessarily mm-hmm. but a lot of our culture 
seems highly patriarchal regardless like like mm-hmm. obviously there's the there there are matriarchal societies like mm-hmm. the ashantis mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i can agree with you that there were some societies mm-hmm. that were not necessarily like that until like mm-hmm. the um people came Mm-hmm. But for instance, I was reading this book on the Oyo Empire and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and kind of like how women weren't allowed into like, you know, when men were making decisions that really like impacted the whole empire, mm-hmm. basically. Women were not allowed to be in that position, even mm-hmm. if you are the, um, what's the name? The, the head, head wife of the king, that kind of thing. So oh, like, you couldn't even, be you, there. you couldn't still be there mm-hmm. regardless of how high of a, high up of a woman you are mm-hmm. basically. So it's like, even for instance, bride prices and stuff like that. I just don't see how that could have stemmed from a place of non-patriarchy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, okay. So I definitely acknowledge the fact that like there's a tendency for people to glamorize the past in terms of like especially a past that's not really well written down in stone exactly. yeah it's like oh like this is a story we were all heard. kings and queens yeah we're all kings <laughs> and queens <laughs> you were probably a farmer okay, you said <laughs> I said you were probably a farmer but go yeah, on. yeah go on, go on. <laughs> exactly and stuff like that but then I still think there was okay for example okay like I agree like it it kind of depended on which society you were in and stuff like that you're talking about specifically and stuff like that right like i didn't know about the oyo empire and stuff like that but then the thing is speaking for the colonialism point of view like when okay colonial masters came in and Mm -hmm. stuff like that i do think it was amplified it was it was okay i agree with the amplification mm -hmm. of it but even like when you were saying something about the Igbo boys being sent to school rather than the females Mm -hmm. why was that um, if the, no, if it, it didn't already exist, like I see what why you mean, was that? Even, why were they you know, sending like, in the boys? Yeah, but yeah, but I feel like it kind of kind of goes back to what Hadiza was saying about how like they were just different roles, and it wasn't necessarily because like you know they had seen one as higher than the other. So let's say maybe back in the days, and like this is honestly just based on like maybe's because like I don't have any facts as to support well, yeah. this. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's possible that like if the Igbo men were the one that went to the farm, like Igbo you know, what men's? My dear, just yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah, 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 Either like the ones that went to the farm or like, you know, like let's say they did a specific thing that was meant to bring money in. And like, let's say the women were the ones that did go sell this product. So whatever it was, it's like, I guess in that kind of situation, it's like, if this is bringing money in, and like this is like I don't know, like this is supporting, supporting, like, supporting or distributing. the house, yeah, or distributing it. Then in that sense, it would be like, okay, if going to school is going to bring money in, we're just going to translate that role to that role. If that okay. makes sense. Okay. So, like, I mean, like I said, this is this is just me assuming, you, like, right? Yeah, you're coming up because, and I'm just coming up with it, but mm-hmm. I do feel like it could have also stemmed from that. Like, so it could have definitely stemmed from like an in-depth, like an inept, uh, patri- like patriarchy that was in them. Yeah. But it could have also just stemmed from the fact that they were just, in a sense, transferring roles. Yeah. So if yeah. that made sense to do this because it was producing because it was money, results, then it would then still it would, be the yeah, guys. Yeah, it would still be that way. Because even when you think about colonialism too, at that point in time where they were colonizing, that was before there was even any female, like, um, suffrage movement or whatever in like the Western society and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So like these colonial masters may have come in, some of them maybe not even very well educated because a lot of them were like okay i wouldn't say well educated in the sense that but like just like they might have just been regular old like white, white people men. coming mm-hmm. from their countries and being like oh yeah women ain't shit anyways like just mm-hmm. train your men like what are they true, gonna do it's true they could have also just had, had an influence yeah. and, like, <coughs> and stuff like that yeah. and like yes yeah. I, I still don't fully like i think that it was amplified but i mm-hmm. still think that 
for in, like I I still think that who whoever has like even from an evolution standpoint, mm-hmm. whoever has the the bigger physical strength, mm-hmm. a lot of times will still be the person that has the ultimate control. Mm-hmm. And because societies back then were heavily dependent on physical strength, mm-hmm. I still think that there would have still been a tendency for the men to run things. I mean, like, I, like, I, I, I can get that and I see that. And I feel like, I don't know, like, I feel like the reason why we're not, like, we cannot ever really come to a full conclusion or like, you know, a full, um, a full, base point on this because, because there wasn't like not written, it's not yeah. documented so it's not properly it, documented it, it probably is documented orally but that's not as yeah, right. know, we're not getting the thought processes of people exactly. at that point and we're looking at it from yeah. our own lenses right yes. of what power means and what now, like equality yeah. is and exactly. stuff like that so it's, it's so, definitely slightly different but I do feel like I mean I know it was definitely like, amplified yeah, and there's I no um, like I, even, I don't think there's like even like you know how I can't remember like a specific tribe of like Yoruba women mm-hmm. how they were able to like marry like several men like you know they're able to like I think take. that thing was until our parents generation that yeah. thing was much more acceptable it, yeah it was like much a more acceptable lot of people's lot. grandparents had like several husbands several husbands mm-hmm. and like yeah. you oh, know really? that's yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never heard of you've never before. heard of this yeah, yeah. Had, like several husbands it was a specific like Yoruba tribe I don't think it was I think I I've heard am. different stories like even from different tribes mm-hmm. like oh, oh I've only heard about the Yoruba, the Yoruba people I've yeah. heard different okay maybe I read a lot of Yoruba stories so maybe like okay I I never thought of it from that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I'm yeah, it was just Yoruba. so much more. Yeah, it was so much more acceptable. Like, acceptable, it was more, like, normal. No, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard it also from the Edo. It makes tribe. sense though, yeah. because like Yoruba like, Edo, yeah, Yoruba like, okay, Edo I see. have like yeah history. But, so, um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It's it's interesting. Yeah. So like, I do feel if like if you're able to interview your grandmoms, and like, oh if my you're gosh, privileged oh enough to have like grandmoms, I feel like if we interview our grandmoms, you're going to a lot of okay for for my grandmom, she's like she's more. I say she's younger. She's post-colonial, like post. She's a yup yup grandmother. So like she she I and she wasn't educated right but yes. like her husband was mm-hmm. right and stuff like that I'd say I feel like she she'd she'd support like the position she is in in terms of oh, saying that it's better mean. than what women oh, are doing now Loki 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 sometimes I'm at work and I'm like this feminism thing who said <laughs> long us? yeah or like, like you, you are having <laughs> menstrual cramps at work and you're just like you see this is why they said we should not work <laughs> you'll see but then I think it's like this it's part about so. it is just I'm not joking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still want disposable <laughs> stuff. I still, I'm, I'm yeah, just talking not, the joke not, not having to beg some man for, for your, money for money it or like, far outweighs the cards yeah. like <laughs> actually what when I think about it, it's actually true. I feel like who holds direct access to like, um, produce or like, I don't know what to call it. Resources? Like, resources in society really holds the power. Yeah. Because they decide who they want to distribute it to, whether race, racially, gender wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I really think that is where power lies. It's like who mm-hmm. holds access to those resources, resources and stuff like that. So how do you guys think feminism would look like for like African women or let's speak from our context like West African women in specific like how does it differ from like Western Western feminism like how like in the sense that like you know a lot of people argue that oh we can't be like Western feminists and stuff like that like 
how why? or why like mm-hmm. how ca- yeah basically like what cultures. makes you different yeah, just our cultures, cultures are so different yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. do you guys feel like we have to work from our point of view in terms of we can't push for so much so quickly is that uh, what it is wait. or like like I, I feel like as much as our cultures are there we are also getting really westernized yeah so like there's also a lot of like western culture in like in fact mingled and mixed mm-hmm. in our cultures so yeah. it's like Yes, we should operate from like our culture standpoint, mm-hmm. but like we should also kind of take into the take into account mm-hmm. the fact that like there is still the Western context. 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 So like lots of like a lot of the conversations can definitely applies. be taken from the West. West, yeah. 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 yeah, and like there, like obviously there are some conversations that can be like adjusted a little bit to mm. fit us. Like no, uh, like, I also like, think there's in, yeah, I th- also like think that. there's much more to address as well. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's again intersectionality, right? Yeah. So there's racism. Black women also deal with racism and it kind of like mingles in our um in feminism our fights. feminism fight. So you're speaking on black women in like Western society. I I speak versus... of black women Everywhere, okay, generally, but like, black but black women in Nigeria don't face, face racism. As I like, guess because we, oh, oh, shout out to um, I want to reference that article that we mm-hmm. we read because we're saying. on racism as a topic. Mm-hmm. We come, we came back to it. <laughs> we always come always back, to, come back to racism. I mean, how can we all <laughs> come back to racism? Because it's a black podcast, <laughs> so it's like. At the end of it, it's and we're always in Canada, <laughs> like oh, we're, in, we're in a Western society. Exactly. But there's no racism in Canada. Sorry, which Canada? Was mm. I don't, I don't know. There's no that. racism in Canada. Which Canada was that? There's no racism. <laughs> if you say so. Okay, so what I was saying is, shout out to Toyba because she is one of my coworkers, and she she writes articles and stuff like that. And she's going, she's going to start a blog. We'll shout her blog out. Woo-hoo. Starts. Um, but she sent us like one of her articles and she was talking basically about like black feminism. I guess not racism then. I guess in, in Nigerian context or Nigerian in Nigeria, mm-hmm. there's colorism as well, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. So like it also mixes in with like being female and stuff. Oh so there's God. just, yeah, yeah, I don't think there's colorism with like white people. So like they would never really be able to like relate. Relate. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. You mentioned colorism and I'm just like, yo, colorism and like, like looking at feminism like relates in a way that like i feel like as a lighter skin like nigerian do you okay i i don't know if it's this is more of a black person thing sorry this is this is debating no 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 tell us but like um do you think colorism affects like how people how people see your qualifications basically as a black woman like in uh, compare it to nigeria like does colorism really affect how qualified people look at you in nigeria as well because I know in in America, Qualified? qualifications I, in I terms guess. of like... Okay, you, let me explain why okay. I say yes. Okay. Well, Imama, you can explain why you said you don't think so. I mean, not qualification. I can see okay. in like... I don't know, like, let's say like you're putting your on TV. That, like that type of thing, like, you know. Okay, in yeah. s- certain aspects. In, yeah, certain aspects, yeah. But okay. like... I think it's kind of in all aspects in Nigeria specifically. Nigeria maybe. specifically, because I think that um, there's such a thing as pretty privilege. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. And that it clouds a lot of people's judgments. And mm-hmm. if you are, if by being light skinned, mm-hmm. you are seen as the prettier person, regardless, mm-hmm. then it will impact even an unconscious bias in within them. Like, I w- I, I want to agree, but like I feel like it also makes people see you as dumber. Mm, yeah, but there's also yeah. there's also negative um 
negative um, connotation connotation yeah. with being light skin as well. But I don't think that no, I don't think that people necessarily look at because it from like, that aspect. I mean, I mean, we can definitely have like an episode on colorism in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, yes. you know what? Let me save my thoughts. Okay, yeah, okay. 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 But yeah, it does. I think every like social thing kind of intermingles with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like, even speaking of colorism within feminism, it's definitely a conversation that should be had as well. Mm-hmm. But with like a Western idea, a white idea of feminism would never address that. No. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, I think that's the need for like a specific African, African or even specific to even Nigerian or yeah. like your culture, mm-hmm. a sect of um, feminism. Yeah. So it's, yeah, go ahead. So I was just going to say like addressing the whole like, Africa fem- feminism thing and how it's slightly different from the Western yeah. world. It's like, like you said, like there's more things to be addressed. Like even like FGM, like the female genital mutilation. Mutilation. Yeah, it's that not doesn't a thing that, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, it might happen in the Western world, but not as rampant. Per- yeah, not yeah. as rampant yeah. as it happens in like some parts of Africa. So mm-hmm. I really feel like there is like a lot more to address and like, I don't know if it's at a, at a slower pace. I even feel like it should be at a faster pace, if mm-hmm. anything. Yes, because we need to catch to, up to the mm-hmm. world. Yeah, we like, need to absolutely catch up. But I feel like one thing that we should kind of like take into account is while we are addressing like feminism in Africa, like, and like if we're using like Western concepts and like we're taking from the Western world, I feel like it's important to, in a sense, like take from them, but like, also preserve our culture as we're taking it because i feel like it's not everything that well, can apply to the western world mm-hmm. that would necessarily apply to nigeria mm-hmm. speaking not nigeria but like you know i guess speak, yeah going on speaking on culture too it's like culture is dynamic yeah like mm-hmm. it's like the culture that we even call culture that's patriarchal also came from not really the colonial yeah. issue so it's kind of like pre when you talk about preservation of culture it's like the i want to preserve culture that's not patriarchal mm-hmm. yes but exactly else is like you, it can go into yeah it's kind of like yes again i agree i think yes mm-hmm. you have to think of this with our culture in mind mm-hmm. but it's like i can agree with like a culture as long as it's not negatively affecting as as it doesn't me. harm me yeah and so if it is harming me then mm-hmm. why do it mm-hmm. like culture is I dynamic and needs to adapt to current like mm-hmm. states so it's mm-hmm. kind of like our culture is beaut- beautiful but when it needs to be called out and needs to be stopped we need to be able to say let's just stop it like mm-hmm. it's not going to take away from like the beauty of things like for instance the and i don't this is a whole controversy i don't really i don't really really care what about, like it. about the kneeling down i was like you yeah, you knew it. Okay, for me, I mm-hmm. think that I don't really care. Like, I don't. Like, but I don't, me, I'm not at the marriage the, a points where I think I'm even ready for marriage mm-hmm. necessarily. So I'm. I haven't given it like that serious thought. thought. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, kneeling down the marriage. I don't know. What so you guys um, usually exactly. during like Yoruba weddings, mm-hmm. right? Okay. They they have a lot of like you know traditions, rites, and stuff. Yeah. So there's a part where, like, the woman kneels down and presents something to her husband, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of people now are just like, I don't want to kneel down anymore. I want to stand up. And, like, mm-hmm. if even if I'm still doing the presenting, whatever, mm-hmm. I am not less than him. So why why are a lot of these traditions around me serving him, serving, serving? Mm-hmm. So a lot of women are opting to leave that part of the marriage rights out. Okay, I see. So it's just like, Yes, okay, I haven't given that one 
thought. Much thought, yeah. But like, I still think that that's a good example of what I'm saying with like, we, we, we're still doing the marriage rights mm-hmm. and that's not taking away from our culture. But if something is going to set the stage for our marriage to be like, for everyone to look out and see that mm-hmm. um, we are submitting to that, or that, yeah, this whole serving. marriage is about me serving him. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what this right is showing. Yeah. And not like a partnership. Be- yes, because it's like, even if I'm to serve you in our house, a marriage is kind of doing it in public so that people kind of see what the mm-hmm. dynamics of your marriage mm-hmm. is. Will be like, but yeah. yeah, that is not what I want represented in my marriage. So why and should I? Yeah, I just like I just that. don't understand personally why it's such a big deal. It's like if he wants to kneel, kneel. If he don't want to, if you don't want to, yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, not it's a big. Like, but I think the deal. reason it's a big deal is that people don't want to let go of, of the culture. The culture. Yeah. They want the culture to like carry over through and through, mm-hmm. like. If this is what they used to do, this is what we still have to do. But again, mm-hmm. you have to keep in mind that culture is dynamic mm-hmm. and each person has a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can't lie, Sha. Just like, you know, my, not personally, yeah. I want to serve my husband the palm wine and like, it's, it's <laughs> I beautiful. really want to do that. Like, yeah. the, like, you know how, like, in the, so in the evil tradition, like, yeah. it's called something, I can't remember the name. Is it the one that but, they like kind yeah, of go yeah, around? Yeah, they, they go around, like, like, so like, yeah, that not my husband. Like, I know I'm not Igbo and stuff like that, but I told my mom that I'm going to do like an Igbo style wedding. Okay. Cultural appropriation. It's not cultural appropriation. It's not cultural. Like, both of you are like non Igbos, but you're having an Igbo wedding. No, 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 no. It's it's part of Nigerian tradition. We say it's a Nigerian culture thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Nigeria, still Nigeria by the way. Biafra! We did not endorse that message. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, also, like, I mean, like, sorry, I, I know I said Biafra, so, like, just sh- shout out because the 50th, um, anniversary of Biafra just passed, like, it oh, was this week. When? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. this week, yeah. I saw, like, a lot of people, it brought up a lot of conversations yeah, on did. Twitter. And I, I kind of understand, not to divert again, we are, no, it's okay. Yeah, 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 but, it's okay. Yeah. but, like, I just, I realized that the reason a lot of people don't want to, um, have that conversation is because, like, I think we are trying to, a lot of people are trying to hide behind this we are all Nigerian things but we're not and like we have specific paths I think I think the fear is that when there's a big um, pride in being Igbo Mm-hmm. That the, the Nigerian, yeah, the Nigerian, this thingy is going to be put on the back, um, mm-hmm. back on the back burner. burner. Yeah, I, I wanted to say back stove. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the burner, burner. You, know, you know, I think, I think we need. Okay, this is also continued the diversion. Yeah, but I think we need something. We need to participate in World War Three as yeah. a country uh, to be able for us to be able to oh, so that, oh, us, that makes sense because so, we need something, something that, that actually unites us properly. Because no, I, not World War Three. Yeah, something yeah, else. Right now, I'm just not, looking at them. Sorry, like, sorry. Are, are they being serious? Something else. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of like you can be co-workers with someone, for instance, and be like, okay, yeah, we work at the same company, but apart from that, whatever. But if you go with together with them with and have like a traumatic experience, experience. or even wait, or even a very nice experience, my hiccups just came out. <laughs> or together, you feel your bond will be your strengthened will be because strengthened. this is something we went together. Yeah, but we never really really experienced. Something in our history, no. Yeah. I mean, we've experienced Buhari together. <laughs> Loki, Loki. Oh, but I, some people still like Buhari, so it's not really an exact. Like, we need something that everybody's like, Every yeah, this is like, great. Yeah. You guys opt for World War Three, is what you're trying to say. No, no we're not saying. I'm saying if World War Three, we're saying it's an option. Bomb. 
You you choose fights now. So it's, an option, it's an option. It's an option. I think I like the feminism <laughs> topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so going back though. Um, yeah. So um, now I'm just going to talk about different feminism concepts that exist for Africans. Oh wait, no, you had the question on like, um, why would people not want to be feminist? Oh yeah, like why would people not? I can't believe yeah, we didn't address that. Because that, that's people, a very important yeah, one. Why would people not want to be feminist in like 2020? I mean, I feel like the culture thing that we've been talking about, like. That's definitely a reason, like the whole thing of people being afraid of that our culture will our, change. Yeah, exactly, that our culture will change. But like, if you know. if our culture is making you suffer, yeah, but it's like I mean, it's, it's the fear of change, right? It's the fear of change, the fear of like, oh, like you know, you're not doing like the oibos, like things like that. It's like it's like that, yeah, because it's like I don't want yeah. to be like the oibos. Yeah, Meanwhile, <laughs> if you dig nose. deep, we're all <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. And I but think some women, some women don't view it as like. Depending on the kind of woman you are, they might be like, "Oh, I have a good husband that like provides." That takes care. Yeah. They're like, already why, why content this? where they yeah, are. Yeah. Honestly, that's fair. But like, I feel like no, one that's thing not that, fair. I don't no, know. I mean, fair. for them, like that's okay. fair for them. But I feel like one thing that people forget is that feminism is about choice. Choice. Like, yeah. if you choose to like, I be, think it's a like, lack of empathy. Hmm? I think it's a lack of empathy for other people. No, no, because but like, if what you is are a only lack of empathy for other people, the fact that you're like, if I have a good husband, da da da. Mm-hmm. I think again, and it plays to the part that you're saying is choice, right? Yeah. So it's like if you are fine with being where you are, mm-hmm. it is fine. But, but what yeah. about put down other yeah, people? No, yeah, so, like, so that's what I'm saying. So I'm yeah. like, feminism is about choice. No, so we're agreeing. Okay, yeah. yeah so no, 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 but what we're arguing about is like women who look down on other women for choosing a life lifestyle that's not theirs basically oh, like okay. oh i have chosen to serve my husband you are not choosing to serve your husband why like you're like this feminism you're doing doesn't make sense but it's mm-hmm. like let them choose you choose yeah. to f- serve your husband that's great mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i think i think yeah then my my the empathy thing is kind of like a different angle from what you've explained so which is it's, it's rather than like looking down on other women i think people that choose not to identify with feminism first of all it might be be also because of like the the how it's been um warped so much and because there are different sects of feminism Mm -hmm. obviously different ideas would come out of that Mm -hmm. but there's feminism at its base is about equality Mm -hmm. of men and women so i feel like if you choose to not identify with that that base equality for men and women mm-hmm. just because you are satisfied where you are mm-hmm. i think it's a lack of empathy because like all you are thinking about is yourself so and where you it's are you being nigerian because nigerians, <laughs> <'Cause> nigerians <laughs> lack empathy. Okay. i understand what you mean but like yeah, i just no. mean I, yeah it's not all about you agreed, because, agreed. like even when we talked about um for instance middle class women only talking about cooking and stuff mm-hmm. no we should actually really be talking mm-hmm. about the other issues that um, poor women mm-hmm. face because mm-hmm. they also have issues and sometimes they might even be bigger ones. Sorry. So we just need to be more empathetic towards going to the home. It's a great little bit, but yeah. we should do an episode on a hundred ways Nigerians lack empathy. How? Oh. That would be a good topic. A that really would be good, good one. <laughs> oh, oh, write it down. I'm writing it down. Dora. I got you. you guys. There's probably 200. I'll send it to the group. Yeah. Okay. Bless, bless up. Bless up. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I think it's it's the negative connotations. It's the um lack of empathy. It's mm-hmm. just 
wanting yeah. to preserve what is or an idea of idea something. Of whatever it is, yeah. 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 And it's also religion. Religion. Oh God. That's a whole nother topic. So yeah. Like I, I put it there but I skipped it because I was just like this is gonna it's, take yeah, a it's while. Very, it'll yeah, take yeah, a while yeah, to yeah, dissect. Yeah. It, it definitely will take a yeah. while. Oh, it oh is. my gosh. I actually listened to this other podcast. Um shout out to the X Files podcast, I think. Hmm. I think it was that that I listened to an episode where a woman actually came and was like, Yeah, she doesn't believe in this and that and she accounted it because of her religion. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of times listening to people talk about traditional roles makes me feel very very uncomfortable how why um (laughs) it makes me feel uncomfortable because again it's it might be my lack of empathy because i don't know what it is like to have a good situation when there's traditional roles i've never seen it work well and i Mm. think that's like sometimes i listen to the things i say on this podcast sometimes like listening back and when I listen at it back, be, being so stringent feminist, I, um, I'm not stringent feminist, like, but like having the views, the non-traditional views I have, mm-hmm. sometimes I cringe at what even I say mm-hmm. because I think it's, it's from a such a defensive place. Oh, please, but it's yeah. just because I haven't really seen places where traditional roles really work mm-hmm. to its fullest. Like I've only seen the disadvantages of it most times mm. so like so you're saying traditional roles in terms of people's choice to choose traditional roles or like what do you mean like yeah okay so like you feel like okay so okay let's say feminism like okay everybody has like in nigeria for example i'm painting a scenario in nigeria everybody feels like oh women can choose what they want to do right yes. and you're saying that you don't see why in that kind of scenario somebody would choose oh, to no, want to no, follow no, traditional no, no. roles i don't see why i would choose okay to, okay to have traditional roles in a situation where you you can choose i not have to the have. choice okay. yeah because now mm-hmm. i i thank god i have the choice to mm-hmm. choose so mm-hmm. i'm just like i i just can't imagine me choosing traditional I mean, like, roles I can, just I can because see, like, I haven't seen it work. Uh-huh. I can, I mean, and that's fair. I think I can see traditional roles working where your husband is kind. That, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I guess I haven't seen, even when I've seen examples of kind husbands, there's still mm-hmm. a problematic aspect to it that I feel like would have been solved if the woman was more empowered empowered in terms of having direct having access to resources income, having just so many more things opportunities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and stuff like that and and when i when i think women come from a place that must sound bitter i think it's just maybe it's an opposition to like what they've seen not work and they know and they feel because my opinion isn't completely always right mm-hmm. but maybe they just feel that um a lot of the things that have happened is because they were that way. And so they oppose being that way because they feel like it's just not going to work if they were to be that way. Because traditional roles were what we've seen a lot of times and we've seen the problems with it. Mm -hmm. But then again, we might oppose it to its a certain extreme and then go through it and still see that there's also negative parts of that extreme. Do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, do, I, I argue that maybe both extremes are not the way to go, mm-hmm. but there's, there's, there's a good balance. I mean, there like, I feel like marriage is like a, maybe it, I don't know what marriage is like cause I've never been married, but like, I imagine it to be like a, a, it should be, it should be, it should be like saying, when, yeah. when the man and woman see each other as, Equal. 
like I don't think it should really matter what one person is doing. You guys should mm-hmm. both come to an agreement that you guys are partners. Yeah. Okay, the decisions we're making are to the benefit of this family and as, we as both, a unit. Yeah, as a I unit, agree. right? Yes. So it's yes. like um like I feel like, you know, like of course, a woman should always have access. You should have, you shouldn't just sit down and just be like, whatever the man is going to do, I'm just going to accept it, right? Cause like you, what if something falls? You should always have a contingency plan, like a, a plan B, plan C. But like, it's kind of more or less like, Sorry, I've lost I mean, my point. Like, I've lost my train of thought. It happens. Like, oh I, don't my know. God. I, I, oh I my feel God. like this is like a longer conversation to be had. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I can think of like literally many ways that like even just going off what you guys said, like many ways that like not having a plan B or C would work. Like many ways mm. that like I can, I, I can, I can definitely see. And honestly, maybe this is the lazy me coming out, <laughs> but like I may, and this is definitely me playing devil's advocate. And I know it probably also comes from a part of me just wanting to sleep every time and I being lazy. <laughs> but it's like I can see like where like just like a purely traditional like like just cho- like choosing that path. So like no, no, choosing but, the role of traditional but, roles would fully I'm, work. For I'm not a saying that I can see. I'm saying I can see an ideal. I can mm-hmm. see how it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Like even I feel like if this world was made in a way where traditional roles like I think that if some a lot of times, not always, the traditional roles given to women and men might actually be their strongest points. Mm-hmm. But then, because we value, because and then if when they come together as a unit, it becomes this complete thing, mm-hmm. right? And that's the argument for traditional um, yeah. like marriages yeah. and stuff. And I agree with that, but that is the ideal. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that I have never seen the ideal work through and through. Mm-hmm. So basically for you, it's like you feel like you wouldn't be comfortable in that, in that kind of situation because you You've just, you just don't think the man is going to stick it out for you the whole yes, way. Yes, I think that he might even start sticking it out, but then I think there's usually like a flip at some point, mm-hmm. but it's because of my life experiences. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, that's fair because there's yeah. some like a point. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, your experience. Yeah, so well. when you say that I see I see a way, it's not that I don't see a way. Mm-hmm. I just have never actually seen it, yeah. it happen. No, that's fair to mm-hmm. be honest. That's fair. I guess like different like when you have life, like, experiences, life experiences, you can yeah. probably speak from like a different place. Yeah. yeah. I know that for me I just I just can't imagine not having some sort of income flow mm. even if I wasn't working let's say quote unquote within within like my nine to five like even if i wasn't working nine to five let's say i decided to be a stay-at-home mom like i feel like having to rely a hundred percent on, another, on person. another person is when i'm not like a chi- child under <laughs> that person <laughs> when when I'm I'm like, a child. <laughs> <laughs> like i just i for me personally like i don't know how i'll be comfortable in that situation but like that's just how i see it too from my yeah. perspective I mean, that's from fair, experiences yeah. i guess like you said yeah, yeah life experiences really do shape a lot it of really really shapes a lot i think that when people see um people lash out and stuff i think that we need to ask like you know what are what were your life what experiences and yeah. that's why twitter comes off the way it does because no one is really having the conversation of why you think that way mm-hmm. it's like we just see people lash out and lash Getting out and lash angry. out but it's just like why what life experiences did you yeah. have so interesting like yeah. that okay this is kind of like off topic but like kind of ties to life experiences yeah like today so i teach children's church at church sometimes yeah. and like mm-hmm. i was teaching the kids and like after and obviously i'm not gonna say kids names because obviously <laughs> but i was teaching the kids and like one of the 
so one of the child so essentially like the kids sometimes they play with the doors but like they lock the door and then like you can't get in and stuff like that but you can still go out but you ultimately can't get in mm-hmm. so one of the kids locked the door mm-hmm. and one of the so a kid a locked the door and then kid b said like literally shouting and screaming she's freaking like out. freaking out she's like why would you lock the door i've told several times to not lock the door da, 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 da. and she comes to me like bawling and i'm just like mm-hmm. Sis, it's not even that door. deep. <laughs> like it's not like it's not that deep. Yeah. But like instead of but I didn't want to be like it's not that deep because I'm like I don't know where this is coming from. Yeah. And I mean I kind of got worried. So I'm like, why would locking a door, like you know, affect, affect you, that you that much? much. So I asked her. I was like. I was like, oh, could be like, you know, like, okay, I'll tell her to, no, to not lock the door again. Like, I'll make sure, like, you know, that we're not locking the doors because I can see. And she's like, you know, when you lock the door, sometimes you can get jammed and sometimes you can't go in and you can't come out again. I'm just like, this girl is speaking for me, even though she was probably like seven. I'm mm. like, she's speaking from a place of like experience. experience. Like something must have happened. So I'm like, could be like, did something like, like, I, I, was, I was like, have you ever been locked in it? Like, I, I don't, I, I don't want to be like, oh, did something happen to trigger this? No. Yeah. I was like, oh, have you ever been locked in a room where you, where you, uh, can't get started? And she's like, yes. Like, they were locked one. I was just like, I can't even really remember when it happened, but like, we we're locked this one time. And one time my dad was locked in the bathroom. And I'm like, wow, this is like very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like a young age. Yeah. yeah. See the impact so, of life on her. On life on her. And like, I'm pretty sure now yeah. when she ever she's sleeping in her room, she's probably never going to actually lock, lock the, the door. door. So and it's just so having a little bit of empathy when speaking or exactly. hearing people's experiences yeah. and stuff like that because I mean I could have definitely just been like guys what, what, what the hell like, yeah. Yeah. which is, which is yeah. what happens on Twitter yeah, it's it like guys guy, it's not even it's not that, that deep, deep. but like you don't door. know what's happening in my life to mm-hmm. make yeah. me think this way mm-hmm. so it's, Twitter is really a very um, a lot of times unproductive way to have conversations mm-hmm. but then I mean sometimes it's it also brings to light a lot of things that like things no that people discusses. are going through or yeah yeah, yeah. interesting times. so the different types of feminism oh yes so there are different feminist theories like for black women or african women <laughs> so i'm just gonna go into <laughs> each one of them just so you guys are educated and stuff like that mm-hmm. so there's womanism Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. feminism that considers the racial layer of prejudice against women, mm-hmm. black women specifically. Mm-hmm. So there's Siwanism. Mm-hmm. This is more like a reactionary <laughs> feminism looking at addressing the patriarchal structure set in place by colonial rulers and how African women can work from that reality and change the structure internally. Because mm-hmm. I don't get it. Me, well, <laughs> is, that, <so> that, <laughs> is their definition not has? <laughs> Is that Twitter feminism on that list? Oh, that's an angle. Twitter feminist should be one. Oh it should be one. Oh my god. Oh my god. It is god. a type of feminism. It's actually a type yes, of feminism. It has to be. With the feminism of anger. No, honestly, I like, I mean, like, like, while sometimes it can be valid. It, it's valid. Sometimes it's, it can no, be extreme. No, anger can be productive. Yeah. That, like, yeah. so it's the so fem- it can feminism be valid. of yeah, anger. So, yeah. Yeah. Listen, of coming for their necks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Naming and shaming. Shaking tables. Mm. Breaking them. Twitter yeah, feminism is all What's about thing? hashtags and mantras. <laughs> mm. We all compete to make the most meaningful, seemingly hard-hitting statement in order to gain followers and accolades. Nah, I don't uh-uh, that, that, I don't uh-uh, that one seems I very um, judgmental. I think, I think I like the one we yeah, said. Yeah, the one we described I is like nice. I think the one we said was yeah. better. Uh, yeah. Whoever yeah. wrote that is a Let's hater. Let's put our own article. What do you mean? Yeah, Let's we should. We should. Article. Honestly, we should start writing like posts. I was I'm, going to be like, absolutely I like writing. I really do. So basically, stewardism, I can't find a definition Stewanism. for it. 
So it's just basically um Google it guys, Google it. I Googled it. Uh-huh. No, 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 Their own search would be productive. It's called S it's spelt S T I W A N I S M. Google it. Then there's motherism. Amazing. Motherism? Yes. <laughs> For me, I, I kinda thought this like feminist <laughs> was bullocks. So interesting. <laughs> it was like more bullocks to me because I was just like it sounds like a romanticized idea more than an ideology. Okay, rather so, than something that's practical? Yeah. Okay. Explain. So it was basically defined as like the balance of both the genders kind of working together to create a balance in the world. I don't... Wait, sorry, actually, I don't understand. Actually, I feel like if we go back, it's kind of like the ideal situation you mentioned, like the ideal traditional... No, let her explain for that because I don't think I got that from what you So you motherism... When defined, motherism is a multi-dimensional theory that involves the dynamics of ordering, reordering, creating structures, building and rebuilding in cooperation with mother nature <laughs> at all levels of human endeavor. A motherist is someone who Sorry, no, committed- no, 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 stop asking. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, can you wait? No, no, actually, can you pause and actually explain what it is? Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, because you keep using like, like words that- These are big words that Okay, so long. basically, like, it's just someone who- A motherist is someone who's committed to the survival and maintenance of Mother Earth. And someone who embraces <laughs> beg, beg, the beg, beg, beg. I beg, I beg. We don't, we don't like that one. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, we don't it. care it. No, I don't like Wikipedia. Is that something else? Okay, let me use it. <laughs> like, bruh. No, but Wikipedia is going out with versus No, nah, Wikipedia Sorry, is... Maybe... Wikipedia do they have examples big, or big something? Words. Like, is there a way? This is, they don't know how to speak English. They literally just use big words. You cannot use big words to explain something. You need a to, concept. That's, that's yeah. a basic thing. Yeah. You have to use easy words to explain something. Post-colonial motherism. <laughs> Honestly, please skip this. Let's go. Mama, you know, Hadiza, how about this? How about this? How about we just tell them that there's different types of feminism. So, like, we'll just mention them and go briefly into them. Exactly. So, you okay, heard okay. what she said, Right? Right? Yeah. And yeah. you don't understand because we, we us maybe you understand maybe you understand, understand yeah so maybe yeah. you y'all should we'll leave this to you up guys. to you homework yeah, yeah. assignment homework. Homework. exactly <laughs> what would this podcast <laughs> be <laughs> if we didn't give you homework yeah Honestly, exactly educating yeah we're helping you yeah. learn more read develop more. research skills yeah you can put it on your resume, resume. exactly look at us endorsed it exactly we're the company that told you to research it yeah um so femalism <laughs> um, a hue of African feminism has a softer tone than liberal feminism. Pick me feminism. <laughs> <laughs> and highly polarized. Pick me feminism. And highly polarized from radical feminism. <laughs> At its core, feminism is African and it accentuates the African woman's body. I don't really Sorry, know why. Don't you hear what I mean? African woman's body. Maybe it's like the newest type of feminism that you see on Twitter. I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, like, it's saying, like, no, like, you know how, like, there's, like, I don't know if you've noticed, but as of late, there's, like, this, this, like, slew of, like, feminism on Twitter where it's, like, I am posting my nudes because, like, you know, I am essentially, like, like, like you men are not going to oppress me by like you oh, know like I'm, saying, owning yeah, like I'm owning my sexuality my body yeah, yeah. So, like, 
I guess like that. I, I mean, from what I, that's what I got from it. I mean, yeah. I get something different. Okay, oh, I, I, I got something different. I didn't even get anything. When you said softer tone, I was just like, yeah, pick me. Pick me. I feel like it was just more of like Momisha from that ascent with the African woman's body. I think it depends on what you pick out of the sentence. Yeah. So we don't. I don't think we really understand the full picture. Yeah. Yeah. Neither did I. I just put it down there because it was one of them. Okay. So my best, the best one actually, is called. Snail sense feminism. Did you guys get that? Snail sense feminism. See how yes. we pretend like we're actually learning. Okay. So, um, snail sense feminism is a theory. I'm going to say who proposed this theory because I really love it so much. So, snail sense feminism is a theory proposed by Akachi Adimora. <laughs> Ezegbo, right? Is she Nigerian? Yes, she's Nigerian. Tired. <laughs> um, so this we now feminism... renounce her. Oh. <laughs> so um, this feminism encourages Nigerian women to work slowly like a snail's movement <laughs> in her delivery. <laughs> This feminism encourages Nigerian women to work slowly like a snail's movement in her dealings with men in the tough and very difficult patriarchal Nigerian society they live in. Ezekbo proposes that women must learn survival strategies to be able to overcome the impediments placed before her and live a good life. This seems like the strategy of Nigerian women today. So we must essentially become the military. <laughs> what? In order to survive. So like survival instincts now. No, so in our home. It's not about military. It's about strategizing. Being the, 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 the bottom the power. So women are not the head. We, we are, are the what? So, so women. We hold up the head. Women. We hold up the this is it. Women, use your sense to, to make your man do what you want him to do. I think do. this is our That's mother's generation's yeah, yeah, feminism. Yeah. 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 Like, like this yeah. is feminism where they're like, oh yeah, like, you know, I got my husband to give me like 10,000 naira today because I was able to cook this nice stew. Like, you know, things like that. <laughs> mm. yeah, like, sorry, Like some hidden power. Like yeah, some... Yeah, sorry, Snail sense feminism. Like with snail sense feminism, it's kind of like a... It's really a coping mechanism because yes. a lot of the time they make women in Nigeria, I feel like that follow this, kind of make a lot of men sound like they don't have sense. Yeah. So it's really they really, really believe that mm. they are the smart ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you gotta so it's like it's like I did this and I controlled him yeah, or something like that. But in the grand scheme of things, he's the one making the you decision. You know what? Yeah. I propose that there's a juju feminism. There's a juju <laughs> feminism. I propose. Look, that that's the ultimate one. To be honest, juju that's the full control. That's full control. You see, you see? It's it's just no just sense. Full- <laughs> you would now add like a. Sub. We, <laughs> so I just still sense. After cooking, Juju, just add a little bit of, Juju um, you know. Sense then there's a so good food, good, good home cooking. There's home cooking feminism. Home cooking feminism? Yes. Oh, okay. Under the Under Juju. the Under Juju. Juju. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you have to put like just a sprinkle. Um, and then you taste and it to see if it's good. So I just, and then that way you can fully control him. So exactly. Like that one. And that, huh. um, so Whoa, we should write a book. We should write a book. Wow. Yeah, like, it will be yeah. called Juju uh, Snails. By the Africa Lipso podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you guys, how can women maneuver through Nigeria and win? I just have one thing to say. It's definitely not by snail sense. No, I didn't even know what I want to say. <laughs> how can Nigerian women maneuver? This is how I advise people. 
Nigeria women need to work slowly. <laughs> like a snail's movement in her delivery men. Delivery. I'm done. Person, I would like to, I would like to add, I'd like to add just a, just a powder. <laughs> <laughs> statements. How about throw some juju in there? Yeah. yeah. Just like, how about Remember, that? Imama oh. is Edu and we have to remind you in every episode. You see, this is just their specialty. <laughs> Please. Must you but add I'm juju just, to I'm everything? Just to, I'm just trying to help people's lives here. Mm. You know, if you're going to do snail sense, how about do it with like, you know, an amplification? Mm. Yeah. Add just, a, mm. What's your mm-hmm. local? What's they call local uh, delicacies? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Get some, make some egg Ah, and for even better, I can make some for what kind of fish? Bearer? Fish, oh, or fish or fish like a no, fish. Uh, fish, yeah, fish always exactly. holds. Okay, you guys are getting distracted. Well, yeah, should we? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. But for real though, how, uh, any advice for Nigerian women navigating through the Nigerian I think it can be really hard. I think that's one of the reasons why it gets really tiring going back home sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because you can't really relate to what they kind of want you to be in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. They can't, it's, it's just really tiring sometimes. I think it's changing in like richer spaces. When I say richer spaces, like be more privileged people. I don't think it's that hard for you to exist and be feminist, but like, mm-hmm in everything else like the little things i think sometimes when i go back i just act like i agree with everything they're saying just because i i would get tired of always trying to fight fight everything that Mm. they're saying so if they're like yeah you should be in the kitchen you should be the one serving when there's like issues or like oh women should not be wearing this women i'll just do it because i know i'll be there for like two seconds but actually surviving in nigeria as a woman is tiring yeah mental strength to be honest yeah you have to have a lot of mental mental strength. strength and i feel like i feel like one thing that i would say is um get your own community like build mm, a community around you a support women. Yeah, yeah a support community where you can even if you're just going there to like vent mm-hmm. or even if you're going there to like just get that strength to like keep pushing like get that strength as your bus for a raise like you know mm-hmm. things like that like just like have a community that can support you in hmm. your feminist movement or whatever it women's is women's spaces doing. are not um are not talked about enough women's yeah, spaces like, spaces household. where uh, women yeah. can just come and, and be safe and be safe, safe discuss their issues like specific to being female mm-hmm. specific to being female in Nigeria yeah. and how to navigate that I think that we haven't address that enough and seen the importance enough mm-hmm. because I think those will be really really helpful yeah definitely yeah, because there's also like sexual assaults like mm-hmm. mixed with everything yeah really women definitely need. need more safe spaces in Nigeria and I, and I feel like there are some groups trying to make that happen but yeah, do you know any yeah um I do, but we'll post the link. Yeah, we'll we'll post the link when this drops. Yeah. I guess another question is rather than also what can women do to survive, it's also what can men do to help not have women have to just survive. We should have talked about men in this podcast. Yeah, we didn't talk about men uh, enough because they have a role. It, they have a they, they have, have a massive a role, big role. They have a massive this. role, to and be also honest. the way we train men mm-hmm. in Nigeria because mm-hmm. I feel like that plays a big part yeah, in it. Yeah, like like fragile, like women egos. and their first sons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, no, I mean, men do have a big role to play in this, and. I guess there has to be kind of more discussions about the roles. It's that harder for play. them though. I think it's harder for them to see this part just because it's like, it's very hard to empathize with when it things, doesn't, affect, when it doesn't you. affect you and even taking that another step further when the system is benefiting exactly. you. So it's not just, it's not my problem. It's like, it's actually my problem, but to my benefit. So exactly. why would
would I want to change this? Change this? Like, mm-hmm. if I change this and I get to earn more, less. Yeah. Sorry. If I, or not even less. I feel like, yeah, not even less. It's like, I, I, I don't have someone serving me. Like, I don't have someone serving me. Someone, like, someone like, I lose some, me. like, advantages. Mm-hmm. And I feel like men only, like, men only kind of see it when they have daughters. Yeah. And then that's when it's like, Oh, like, you know, but I don't stuff. think some men see it even because I think it's After more or less like, I mean, there's TI, for instance. Mm-hmm. He has a daughter. Oh, see what he's me. doing with it's it. Not, it's so not, it's not like when it's a cultural thing, a lot of people do, both men and women will see it as something that has to be done. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, my daughter has to know how to do certain oh, things for like it's it's just the norm so it like just keeps yeah cycling. just circ- yeah keep circulating mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, there has to be more of a conversation i think we can have an episode where we actually have a guy like guys not just mm-hmm. a guy mm-hmm. but guys come on and talk about their journey to like understanding feminism men and mm-hmm. feminism Fem- yeah nigerian men or just african men generally in feminism so if you think if you're a guy listening and you think this is something you actually really want to discuss i really mm-hmm. want to hear it because yeah. like, I, mean, like, I feel like also kind of want to hear if you don't support it so if yeah like we want to understand why yeah i I think yeah i think we lack an understanding of how they see it because we can't see from their perspective we're the ones being oppressed so it's kind of like we don't understand why you can't just see that we're seeing from a defensive Mm -hmm. lens so much yeah so like yeah yeah all right so it's a good place yeah this is good yeah lessons from the week lessons really fast because we ran long yeah um lessons from the week Okay. I can go first. Go. Um, okay. So 2020 has started trying to give me bass, bass, bass. You give me bass, 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 bass. Back. <laughs> and, you know, it's trying to give me an L already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just refuse. Refuse to give it. Refuse it. I, I refuse. Yeah. yeah I refuse. I refuse this L. Yeah. So I'm just going to try to, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know where my, I was going. I think you have to like, <laughs> I don't know where I was going. <laughs> I just wanted to explain <laughs> that like, yeah, you just have to learn to keep it moving mm-hmm. when you get an L. Ah. Um, it's so easy. It's so easy to get stuck in like, like focusing on the negatives yeah. because there's just so many good things that happen in your life and mm-hmm. stuff. Like how I was like, Oh, these last two weeks have been really, really good. And then one slight inconvenience mm-hmm. in my life happens like, and I'm just whoa. like, Oh my gosh, my, ba- my life is so this is so mm-hmm. that. But like, it's just one thing. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, take the L, just keep it moving. Cause there's so many more beautiful parts of your mm. life. Aww, so that's yeah. Inspiring. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my lesson from the week is ask questions. Mm-hmm. Ask lots of questions. I asked them early. <laughs> what did you ask? What did you what ask? Did you ask? What did I ask? Rather? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm talking about, Matilda? Because I don't know what's. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, I do I'm now. Like, so off yeah, mic. Off yeah, mic. Off mic. Yeah. No, I'm explaining to her after. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, why I was but, like, off mic. Oh, yeah. Off no, mic, no, definitely. Mic. But ah, yeah, just um, just yeah. No, like I mean, ask questions where you're not sure of stuff. Essentially, no. Honestly, I feel important. It's, like, it, it's it's a good it's a good thing to do in different parts of your life, even in your job, even in your home, even in your relationship, relationship. wherever it is. Ask questions whenever you're not sure. Yes, and don't what, assume. Don't don't assume. In fact, assumption remove it from your head. <laughs> do you grab? Just ask questions. Period. That's yeah. no such thing as stupid question because sometimes. Yeah, there's really no such thing. You think it's a stupid question, but you not know that. That is actually you being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the fact what you needed all along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah no, ask questions still. Hadiza? Um, I think my my lesson from the week is similar to Matilda's, which is like 
not being afraid of taking L sometimes in terms of like when you try sometimes in life, like you, you fail sometimes in life when you try and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Right. So don't, don't let your fear of like, taking L's prevent you from trying something. Oh, yeah. oh, that speaks to me because like the L I took, that's very relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's relevant to my L, I guess. Yeah. But it's really hard. Like yeah. L's really like, it's like how we see the negatives and mm-hmm. a lot of times it, becomes so big like yeah. we don't amplify the positives we yeah, amplify the negatives yeah but yeah like and then we make it define our lives and like our experiences mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be that way mm-hmm. just yeah. yeah yeah so yeah like just yeah interesting sometimes you win sometimes you lose. sometimes yeah but don't let that stop you from living life you're still a winner regardless yeah all right guys it's been your host matilda and your host hadiza and your other host imama and you've been listening to the african Africa lives so podcast. podcast we should all be feminists hashtag chimamanda <laughs> 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 <laughs>